evening. This is your host, Dr. Zeus. So, oh my goodness, the five-year mark is approaching. The fact that I have been doing this show for five years. It doesn't feel like five years. And um, it's like that Janet Jackson song, and I hope she does this when I see her live. Funny how time flies when you're having fun. I experienced that today. My friend and I had dinner and we from 4.30 to almost to 7 because it's like you're having fun funny how time flies when you're having fun most definitely um my break is almost over uh although it's going to be interesting because on Saturday I have to have a root canal I've talked about it but you know I don't want to be in pain anymore and so it's like you know you gotta do what you gotta do when all of this tooth stuff went down at the beginning of the year, um, people people were aware because I, I had just put some old shows together and put them on here because I was I was just in no condition to speak. I w- I had an infection. I didn't have I didn't have dental, and so I had to buy some. And then what happened was it wasn't going to go in effect till February, so I had to go to. A dental place and pay out of pocket and have my mouth looked at okay and then I had to get some amoxicillin and then they scheduled to remove the tooth because it was it was an infection my face had swelled up how is this to do with film well usually that thing that I love media and music and film I did not want to watch I remember when all of that went down, I had the TV off. I put the phone away. I did not want to even look at the phone. Huh. Because I, I just wanted to, you know, hibernate. That's what happened. When you have an infection like that. And then I went to work like that. And my face, yeah. It was, um, I mean, right now I'm experiencing a little pain. Um, because I ate on the wrong side. The side where they're going to do the... Uh, root canal so and you know if you get a little food caught in there it's it's not a good thing it's not um but you know that's that's what's going on with me and um i've there are so many movies i want to go see and it's like okay but now they're on streaming you know um went to the bookstore today and i was looking at the horror books and it was it was a big Stephen King section, and right now I'm listening to Doctor Sleep, the audiobook version, and and I and I love the movie. The movie was disturbing though. There were some scenes in there because there's these these people that basically take the steam out of people. It's disturbing. I think they're called the True Knot. And the book the book is even more graphic because the book in detail lays out what these people are really about now in the movie you see it there there are some disturbing scenes in that movie that made me jump and um that's that's also a testament to stephen king as a novelist and as a writer and that's why so many of his books have been turned into films i mean most of the popular films that you've seen whether it's it or the Shining, or Doctor Sleep, or Shawshank Redemption, The Green Mile, um, Dolores Claiborne, 
Misery. I'm trying to think of some. Pet Cemetery, Salem's Lot, Carrie. Those are all based on stories by Stephen King. Okay. So he really has his his finger on the pulse. Oh, and, and the stand. I mean, remember the stand? Why do we why do we want to be scared? Because it's a release either from your day to day. Um, you know, think of think of fifty years ago, and I and I think I did a show about this. Fifty years ago, people went to see The Exorcist, and that was because you know Catholicism, and you know you got to be you got to you got to fear God. Why do you have to fear God? I mean, you know, that's just my question. I would always get in trouble for things like that. That's why that's probably why I didn't go to like Catholic school or anything. Because I'd ask those kinds of questions. Why fear God? Why not be at the same table as God, you know? But that's that's man-made religion, you know? And, and Stephen King's novels tackle that. They tackle that in terms of free thinking and going against the grain and supernatural beings and telekinesis, Carrie, and telepathy, The Shining, and Dr. Sleep, and... Um, you know, the, what was it, the, what is it, the Eclipse in Dolores Claiborne, or John Coffey in The Green Mile, Shawshank Redemption, oh my god, so yeah, I, I was noticing that, I was looking at different books, I wanted to go to the bookstore, just look around, you know, just kind of window shop. I, I didn't plan on buying anything. And nowadays, people probably think that's weird. I even I even went to another store in the mall. I very rarely go to the mall. It tells you how bored I am, is that I'm going to the mall. And I shop a lot online. So maybe I'm window shopping. I'm pricing things out. Maybe that's what I was doing. Because I miss, you know, I miss the day-to-day. I'm so used to that. I'm so used to that. And that's why I podcast. I podcast because it's it's what is it to quote Elvis Costello? It quotes beating the te- or kicking the television. I have no reason to kick the television. Uh, I started this show on March eighteenth, twenty twenty or twenty eighteen, five years ago on a Sunday. I remember, and every day was Sunday, and, and I titled it that, and then. I didn't realize that I could do a show longer than five minutes because I wasn't, you know, it was, it was all different. It was all different. And, um, yeah. So (laughs) every day is like Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, most definitely. Every day is silent and gray. (laughs) Oh, jeez, Isn't that crazy? Um, and I didn't really I had a focus but it was unfocused I mean even even those who know me very well and love the podcast yes it was unfocused <laughs> and I and I learned gradually over time that's the thing nothing is perfect out of the gate that's not what life is about if you want it to be perfect then uh, I don't know what else to tell you um, life in itself is uh you know, it's life and 
to strive after perfection, especially as a podcaster, that's that's some uh, crazy bananas right there. I mean, yeah, we we all have our our moments, and um, but as a podcaster, I can tell you. It's different. Things are different. Things are different. You, you know, you, you get a sense of community as a podcaster. You meet other podcasters that you wouldn't necessarily meet. And you get to, you know, commiserate and talk about things and talk about what it means to do what we do. What we what we do is pretty rad, if you think about it. And... It's, uh, I mean, yeah, you know, you'd be introspective and, you know, the beautiful thing is you get to talk about things that you wouldn't necessarily talk about. Here I am talking about film and I'm talking about music and, uh, bands that I love. I remember, you know, I did a whole show on Tool. They hadn't even put out Fear Inoculum yet. That was, that was the funny thing. And then they put out Fear Inoculum and everyone lost their, uh, they lost their minds. So, um, <laughs> they did. They did. That's the thing with a band. People are never satisfied. You know, maybe they put out their best work. People are not satisfied with that. They want, they want the same old. They want that formula. But you can't have that formula. You just can't. And when my favorite bands put things out, I'm like, okay. I I loved Fear Inoculum by Tool. I absolutely loved it. I still do. After four, almost four years. You know, and but then people were like, okay, when's the next album? Because, you know, people are like, okay, it's four years. You know, hey, it's still fresh to me. You don't hear me complaining. Um, that's, a, that's the beauty of... The music that we love, the music that we love, it's there, and, and we get to live it, and we get to breathe it, and that's one of the reasons why I talk about these things, and why I get to do a show talking about film, and talking about music, and don't worry, I'm not going to sell you anything, like this is the Home Shopping Network. I mean, there are times I'll do a show, I did a show... Was it during the pandemic? Or maybe it was after about Lawrence Berlinghetti. Lawrence Berlinghetti, who was this very famous poet, started City Light Books in San Francisco and um, lived to be 101 years old and then died in 2021. Um, and And he was a troubadour. He was a troubadour. And if it weren't for him we wouldn't have Allen Ginsberg and the beat poets and all these wonderful artists who you know in terms of getting their work published if it weren't for Lawrence Ferlinghetti they wouldn't exist because he and then and then they went to trial for obscenity because of um, Allen Ginsberg's book Howl you know, they're talking about homosexuality and all these things in the 1950s that you couldn't talk about. And it's always funny how society wants to, well, not all of society, wants to return to the 19, 1950s because they want to get rid of the riffraff. Well, we are the riffraff. 
we are and we made life a lot brighter and um when you make life brighter you know you piss off the establishment there there is still here we are 60 something years later and there is still an establishment okay think about that there is still an establishment and then you know there's still we anti-establishment and um yeah it's um it's an interesting time and uh you know and i'm not going after anybody you know i love everybody um there are friends that i absolutely love that i don't agree with politically and that's fine that's fine not every we don't all have to agree with one another um and i learned that the hard way um but yeah uh <laughs> to be able to do what it is i do <laughs> it's it's pretty freeing and um i can think of a whole um cast of people that uh I would love to have on here to just interview, you know, and, um, yep, yep. <laughs> so to some, sum up, you know, why I was talking about this today, cause there are just days I don't want to talk about a film and I don't want to talk about music. I just want to talk. And, um, no. Yeah. And then, and then moments like that. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's getting late. It's getting late. It's Wednesday. I still haven't finished watched The Mandalorian. That's a new episode. I think that's what I'm going to do. Usually I would talk about it, but it's been a busy day. It's been a it's been a good day. Funny how time flies when you're having fun. That's what I'll call this because for 5 years this has been fun to me. Even when times are good or times are bad, this has been fun to me doing this and knowing that okay I have an audience to me audience size is not a big thing that would really kind of freak me out and I've spoken to a lot of people before whether it's a graduation or whether it's a class in college and then you look at everyone or even as a teacher talking to students now and they're all staring at you and you have to get it right you have to get, you have to maintain that attention you know, keep them intrigued. And um, so for five years, that's what I've been doing. You know, my audience size doesn't matter. Um, but I know that, you know, I've had people say, oh, I love the show. Great, great. I love what you do. When are you, you do episodes every day? Yes. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I do. So it's a form of therapy and it's, well, it's therapeutic. <laughs> I'm so tired right now and I'm also on some pain medication because root canal tooth needs to just be done already if I could do it myself I would but no I'll leave it to the professionals so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna do something for the five year as a surprise I'll probably do it tomorrow or Friday 
I could just take the show on the road. I always wanted to take the show on the road, you know, and just, okay, I'm podcasting from here, maybe because I do have to, you know, I need to get some candles and I need to do my spiritual stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, I got a collection. <laughs> anyway, I'm Pleasant Dreams.